On this episode of True Crime One-on-One, Donna Boydston-Hill of Missing Persons International and Unsolved and Missing. In each episode, I interview true crime podcasters, investigators, and authors to ask them about their motivations. What inspired these people to become determined to do what they do? What are the original cases that gave them their start? The cases that they're working on now? And what keeps them going? In this episode, I speak with Donna Boydston-Hill of the Facebook groups Missing Persons International and Unsolved and Missing to talk about becoming an advocate for missing and abducted people and working with their families to find them or bring closer to the cases. We also talk about the Fort Worth Missing Trio case from 1974 that was part of her inspiration to do the work that she does today. If you'd like to help Donna with finding missing or abducted people, join her groups on Facebook, Missing Persons International, and Unsolved and Missing. The links to her groups will be found on the show page for this episode. I'm Eric Fisk from the Fedora Chronicles, and once again, here is Donna Voidston-Hill on True Crime One-on-One. Hello. Hello, Donna, it's Eric. Hi, Eric. How are you this morning? Good. How are you? Not bad. Not bad. And I've been looking forward to doing this interview with you for a couple of days. Um, Good. Good. Excellent. Excellent. Um, So I'm not sure where we want to begin other than we can probably start at the beginning. Um, You can tell us a little bit about yourself and um, how how did you get involved in the work that you do? Well, I am... 57, a grandmother of four, two grown daughters. Um, I've always liked, not liked, but I've been, I watched true crime back when it, before it was a, you know, a thing. Um, I always watched Unsolved Mysteries and been interested in helping or not helping, but uh, seeing the cases that have been near to me, like around in Fort Worth area. The missing trio is a is a big case around the Fort Worth area, which is where I'm from. I'm actually from Haltom City, but um, we had a lot of cases that were unsolved in the Fort Worth area for years. And when online hit, I was very interested in the way the outreach you could reach so many people. I just didn't know how to reach the people. And about a year ago, it was mentioned to me that you should become an advocate, or a year and a half ago, maybe two years, you should become a missing person's advocate. Well, what do I have to do? Well, it all clicked. Um, share the missing flyers. It's, it's important to get, if you know anything about online, you know the quicker you get it out there, the faster people are going to see it. And so my mission became uh, to get the faces out there and the names out there to where people could see them um, sharing flyers. And I made two groups that have just grown exponentially, two missing groups. One is for unsolved uh, murder victim families or people, you know, that are interested in getting in there and getting their information out to where maybe we can get some of these cases solved, which they are every day. I'm sorry, I'm I'm um, going on, but um, no, 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 go, go. More... no, this is great. No, this is great. Go on. Okay. Okay. 
the more people are involved, the more we can get the cases out there and the names and the faces and to know what happened or didn't happen in some cases. Um, so I have an unsolved and miss, missing group, and then I have just four Missing Persons International. And I know I did start out with children, missing children, pretty much, because that can't, you know, there's so many. There's just so many missing children, so many missing people. But I wanted to reach all of them, so I put Missing Persons, change, change the name to Missing Persons International. So we can't, it's not just around here in my local area, it's international that they can come to the group and and put, you know, their information out there so people can see it. And, and that's just the main thing is I became not obsessed, but passion was a good word for it. Um, I have a passion because I know, in fact, I had um, a family member go missing. So I know what it's like, and I know, and I've also lost a son. And I know what that was like. So I feel like I'm pretty experienced in that issue to where I can reach the family. So, and ergo, I do have a lot of families, even if their case has been solved, which I worked one-on-one with a lady here recently in California that we found out her son, she, he was missing, and we, she and I together worked together and found him. So... It's just a matter of, I'm sorry, I get a little emotional. No. Getting out there and getting the, getting the people to know this is like an epidemic. People go missing. I don't know why they go missing, but they do. Because that's one of the things that really sort of inspired me to do this, uh, to do this podcast, is that um, when I was in graphic design school, a couple of years ago, we were asked to do an infogra- infographic and um, we had to like put statistics in, in it's like putting a uh, statistics in a pretty picture. And, th- and I thought it was right around Halloween. I should do something like scary statistics and kind of just, just tongue in cheek when I started. And one of the scary t- statistics is that um, m- more than half a million people are reported missing every year. And out of all those people who go missing, um, some and the FBI doesn't have a solid statistic. Uh, how many how many thousands of people of that half a million are cases that are unsolved. Wow. And I and I wow. and I tried to like like for every dot is a missing person that has not been has not been found and it was and it was like the page was black (laughs) you know (laughs) for every one person who's reported missing it it started as a white sheet of paper and i thought with every for every dot that represents a missing person and it's just this 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 black mass and i and i and i tried to and then and then i thought okay for every dot that's 10 people that's missing and it was the page was still black and then it's like, for, okay, for this dot, rep, one dot represents a hundred. And then it started, and then it's, it's inconceivable the amount, a number of people who go missing and are never heard from again. And it was just, we're just going about our business. Like it's, hey, what's like for, it's nothing. yeah, it's, and it's, yeah. it's, but it's sad and tragic for the families. 
Um, but in this age of digital social media, everybody has access to all of this information and communication. I think it's a great thing that you're doing. I, I honestly do. Um, is there, are there any cases in, in Fort Worth, Texas that are really special to you or, or uh, motivate you, keep you moving? Yes. Number one, I mentioned it at the top, was Missing Trio. That's three girls that went missing from Seminary South Shopping Center in 1974, Rachel, Lisa, and Renee. They were um, just disappeared off the face of the earth. And like you said, how does this happen? And we don't know. I just, uh, the Missing Trio, and then there's um, Tiffany Johnson. Um, Missy Beavers was murdered in Middle Ocean, and they still don't have anything on her. And they have the perp on tape, on videotape. So it's just, uh, there's several that are very aggravating. There's a, a uh, Molly Miller and Colt Haynes went missing. I'm sorry, but that's in Oklahoma. But these are just off the top of my head. I mean, I sat down and made a list before you called me in. Unfortunately, I didn't get very many on here, but it could go on and on. Um, there's Rachel Cook, Brittany Phillips. Um, the Zaharias children is one of the biggest parental kidnapping case probably in the world. Louis Zaharias uh, children, Christopher and Lisa May, mom took them, and he hasn't seen them in over 30, 30 some odd years. Uh, Alicia Navarro, um, Reyes went missing in, Dow in Dallas. Nikki McCowan, there's just, well, like I said, I could go on and on. and But they just go missing, and it, it became, it's a mission, as much as it is a passion for me, to spend every spare moment that I have reaching out to these people, sharing flyers, um, getting involved with the family, finding out what I can do to help them. And I have... Uh, so many family members on my Facebook. I'm bigger, I'm more active on Facebook than I am Twitter um, because I want people to be able to reach me. And some people aren't, you know, just familiar with the Twitter thing. Uh, so, but again, those are just some of the cases and they're not necessarily in Fort Worth, but it's worldwide. But they're important. But the, go ahead. But they're important to you. That's, that's, that's the important thing. Oh, yes. I keep a list. I have a journal. I, I take notes on everything I've seen online, try to pick and choose, you know, not pick and choose, but find out which rabbit hole that I really want to go down. Because in the beginning, I made myself sick mm -hmm. on the missing trio case. I mean, I spent too much time. I was uh, just too involved. Um, so I had to back off just a little bit and, and know that I'm not helping anybody if I make myself sick. <laughs> but I did get so involved and I did go down those rabbit holes but now I'm trying to pick and choose which rabbit holes to go down because I don't, I want to make a difference and um, just getting the word out to people how they can you know, if they would just pay a little bit more attention when you're out um, sex trafficking, child trafficking people trafficking is a big thing and it's, uh, and it's real and it's in your city and if you don't think it is you need to maybe read up on some statistics because they're there they're everywhere just pay a little bit more attention when you're out if you see a child or someone or a woman or anybody really it could be males but uh, it's 
more uh, women and children right now um, that don't really fit or something seems off, go with your gut. If you see something, say something. I think it's amazing how there are all of these cases right now that are that are still unsolved. And I just did a quick search for the Fort Worth missing trio. I'm reading this off of the Wikipedia page. The Fort yes, Wor- sir. Yep. The Fort Worth missing trio refers to an unsolved missing persons case that began on December 23rd, 1974. I was five years old back then. When three children, Mary Rachel, Lisa Renee, and Julianne went missing from... from Yes, I'm sorry. I I forgot Julianne's name when I was naming the girls earlier. Oh, it's okay. There's so many names in my head. There are so Uh, many cases. It's so many. Went missing from the Seminary South Shopping Center um, in Fort Worth, Texas while Christmas shopping. The car the girls were driving, a 1972 Oldsmobile 98, was left behind in the Sears parking lot at the mall, but the girls have not been seen since. Here's a, here's a question for you. And I, I, I know this might sound like hyperbole, but how do three girls go missing? And they just go literally without a trace. And nobody was able to do anything about this. And I understand that back in 1974, there wasn't the technology that we have today no. with cell phones. But I think that, that I'm... But, go ahead. Go ahead. No, well, but still you wonder how in the hell can three, you know, one is, is something, two would be, uh, but three, girl, you got to understand. Yeah. So it's just, I wish I could tell you the answer to, to how and, and how it happened. Um, if I could do that, you know what? I think maybe we might have some answers. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I can't. I completely agree with you. Um, There's one more I forgot to mention. Carla Walker. Carla Walker was uh, killed, murdered, and, and they had her, you know, they had her body and everything, and it's still unsolved to this day. She was jerked out of a car at a bowling alley with her boyfriend there, and he was pistol whipped. You can look it up, too, and it'll show you right there. Carla Walker. Um, so that goes to unsolved. So you see, I, I, I toggle between, if you will, yep. just, like you do a play, just like you do a playlist, unsolved and missing, unsolved and missing. So that's why I have two groups, right. unsolved and missing, and then Missing Persons International. I'm going to do a show page for this interview with the two of us. And um, I'd actually like to include the groups that you belong to. You can just send me the link via Twitter. And, okay. and, and, and I'll put those two groups on the top of the page. And here's a tough question for you. Why do you think there aren't more people involved in cases like this? I think people probably um, are a little bit afraid to get involved, just like some people, this is the best way I know to describe it, Eric. Some people drive by a car wreck and they're looky-looks. They they cannot drive by without looking to see what happened. And then you have the other group that, oh my gosh, don't look, don't look, just keep going, don't even look. Yep. So you have a group that wants to know and then they want to get involved, but there's another group that doesn't. I don't know why. I wish we could, 
you know, get them to see. I think they're just afraid of coming out of their comfort zone of what they might really find. And, and they are, those numbers are staggering. Mm-hmm. But it should purport you to want to get involved. I mean, it's just, I don't know. I can't. I'm not a very good answer. <laughs> I know, because I, um, I, I think the questions are the beginning of wisdom. And I think yes. that if, if we have enough people like yourself who do the kind of work that you do and are asking, I, I, how, how is this happening? I think that there, there, there's probably going to be an awakening, awakening if there is it. I think one of the good things that are going on right now is, yes. Yes. is it's not just yes. social media, but I believe Netflix is doing some of the greatest work in putting a, a putting a light on true crime by doing these multi-episode series. What do you think about that? What what do you think of of channels like Netflix and Hulu um that do these true crime um series? Do you think that they they do more harm than good or do you think they're doing a great job? I think now in a year we can probably revisit this and and it'll be exploded more by then but i think that the more attention that they can bring to our cause which i call it our cause but i think the more attention that they can bring more power to them put it out there get it out there get people aware so again we could probably visit in a year and see if they really are making that much difference but i think they will in my opinion i I really do I, i think that uh Again, putting out flyers and doing the things that we do to try to bring attention to um, the missing and the unsolved is doing a great job. But we need, I need a, or I say I, this is, I knew that there was some reason for me to be involved on the internet and the outreach. I just didn't know what it was till about a year and a half ago. And I'm so thankful and blessed that I, that, um, and this helped. Any, if one child or one person can be found, I'm blessed. It's a success. You know, I feel good. So, I mean, I just, we need to get the word out somehow. Like you said, bring more attention. That's, yeah. That's what we need to do. Yeah. I, I think that what also we could use is somebody like you introducing podcasters like me to people who have unsolved cases or have missing persons. That's, that's something that I think that you would, you would be really great at. You can say, look, I know this guy, Eric, he's got a podcast. You want to talk to him and get your story out. Um, I, cause I, I mean, I mean, seriously, you like, you have, you have more followers on Twitter than I have. And you and, and and you you're in touch with all of these people and and you're you're helping promote other people's true crime podcasts and 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 you're yes. in touch with families and stuff like that. I I think that that would be really exciting to have somebody such as yourself to um, bring the two groups together, people who have missing person cases that are unsolved and people like myself who who do um, podcasts like that, um, and I, I think that you have done that in the in the past. Um, and I, I have, 
I, yes, I, yes, I have. I, I hope you. I hope you keep doing it. I really do. Well, um, that's another, I guess, passion, if you will, of mine is to help podcasts, uh, true crime podcasts that I feel like are, you know, the professional ones, the ones that are actually really trying to get the word out and not. Um, um, I don't want to use the word, but I will plagiarizing. They're having an issue with with one of the podcasts that you know doesn't actually do the work. But mm-hmm. I, I do, I do have a passion there to help the podcast, and so that's a great thing to put them together. You see, I'm glad you reached out to me because I, I get, um, you know, we're only I'm only human, and I get discouraged and want to. Uh, I, I don't think I can do it anymore. Or we find a deceased uh, missing and uh, get discouraged. But then this voice comes back to me. You, we have to be their voice. It's, it's, right. We're not going, you know, they have to have a voice. And I feel like that you're right. If we come together like that, we might do that, you know, and be that for them. Yeah. And in the process, help the podcast. Or promote the podcast because more promotion is is more getting the word out. Yeah, it's doing you know doing the work. So, this has been a really powerful half hour so far. Just talking to you, and you can actually hear your commitment to this. Um, I just would like to be able to just hammer it home. Um, okay. What What's the most we can do to stop these abductions in the first place? Do you have any idea how how we can do that? Or what can we tell our kids to avoid getting ad- yeah. abducted? I was thinking in the schools, but of course the schools are closed right now. But when we get back, I mean, there has to be some education. We need to we need to tell them at home. We need to tell them, you know, it's not just. Um, don't talk to the stranger with candy. Don't talk to strangers. It's not just that anymore. You can't just tell them, don't talk to strangers. You have to sit them down and tell them they could come up to you and grab your backpack. You need some kind of self-defense. Maybe learn to elbow, learn to, um, you know, tell them, raise your knee up and get them in the groin. Um, you know, just anything to get away because you don't want to go they need to be aware of don't get in the car. Don't go to a second location. These type things. Thank you so much for taking the time to um, to talk to me this morning. And I want to invite you to come on any uh, time to talk about a case. Even if it's a short episode, I can put it at the beginning of the, uh, the end of the other podcasts that I do. And keep doing what you're doing. And and helping us podcasters meet families who who have stories to tell. Um, is there anything else you'd like to share before we um, before I let you go? No, um, I just want to thank you again for reaching out to me and um, actually doing this. It's very exciting because um, I think everything happens for a reason. I think you you know become friends here in the last couple of days for yep. a reason and it, it'll be great I, and i appreciate you having me on it was really it was my pleasure and i'm so glad that we made it work out 
Um, do you, would you, Thank you so much. Would you like to do just yes. the last thing? Would you like to just give a shout out to your Facebook group so we can find it as uh, right now while people are listening? Absolutely. Missing Persons International and Unsolved and Missing. All right. And I'm actually looking those up right now. And um, and and thank you. Perfect. All right. And and we'll talk again real soon. Great. Thanks, Eric. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Bye. A special thanks to Aurora Caddy for joining us on this edition of True Crime One-on-One. Please be sure to visit and bookmark the website murdermurder.news. Follow Murder Murder on Twitter at mmurdernews and on Instagram at murdermurdernews. This has been True Crime One-on-One from the Fedora Chronicles. Find out more about our podcasts on the Fedora Chronicles Network by visiting our website, thefedorachronicles.com where you can find our show notes, past episodes, and articles. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram by simply searching for The Fedora Chronicles on those platforms. Don't forget to join our group on Facebook after you found it so you can keep up with what we will be talking about in the next episode. Facebook, Twitter, and our email address, fedorachronicle at gmail.com, are great ways to drop us a line with comments and future show topic suggestions. We might even read your comment on the air. Support the show by contributing to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Fedora Chronicles. For a mere dollar a month, you get early access to the podcast, updates on what we're doing, and for $5 a month, you get all that and a t-shirt and coffee mug. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you to all of our listeners who are already contributing. You can also support the show and show off your incredible, impeccable taste by buying our merch at Zazzle.com slash Fedora Chronicles. Our theme song for True Crime One-on-One is Cliffhanger by Olive Music from Premium Beat, which provided the license for the song. The Fedora Chronicles radio show and our other podcasts is edited and produced by Eric Hunter Kingfisk. That's me. Copyright The Fedora Chronicles 2020. All rights reserved.